because uh, normally Johnny Depp's just like, oh, I'm Johnny Depp. Like, that's Johnny Depp to me. Um, I just didn't think he was right for Grindelwald. Yeah? No. No. Who do we think, out of the three that we have seen so far, uh, who do we think is the best Grindelwald, the most compelling? Colin Farrell. Over Mads? I really like Mads. I like Mads better than Johnny, but I like Colin Farrell the best. Mm. Fair. I also like Colin Farrell just in general. In general. I feel like he's come <laughs> yeah. a long way. I'm proud of the boy, you know? <sighs> And we are live with another episode of the Keeg Talks. I've like tried to figure out what season of the Keeg Talks it is. And for branding purposes, this is season eight, episode eight. Uh, is, was it, wasn't it season three, like a couple episodes ago? Yes. But just like other franchises, I have now included the five pre-pandemic seasons, six pre-pandemic, six? Yeah, five pre-pandemic seasons into the Keeg Talks. Now it's called the Keeg Talks. We're here to talk about Fantastic Bees 3, Secrets of Dumbledore. There's a lot of colons in that title and we're trying to figure it all out. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. We're going to talk about Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore, and everything in between. And I can't do it alone, so I got two awesome guests, one of which you've seen her on uh, my Instagram live chat. And then uh, maybe if you're, uh, you know, in on the East Coast in some small state, we got Carly Roberts. Was that a good introduction, Carly? That's great intro. <laughs> is that you in summation? Yeah, that's about right, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, you, you, you write Harry Potter uh, fanfic. I thought I should open I it. Oh yeah, no, I didn't realize that would come up, but yes, I do. <laughs> you didn't realize that would come up? in a talk well, about Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter talk. That you write Harry Potter fanfic. I feel like that, of course that would come up. Of course, of course okay. it would. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So um, uh, uh, you do great work on the page and off the page. So uh, uh, thank you so much for, for being on the show to talk to me about this. Thank you for having me. Next up, you may have seen him on our episode when we talked about the Batman. We got Michael Simeon, a.k.a. Black Gay Comic Geek. I always want to make sure that's in the right order when I say it. Yeah, so I get, I get gay black comic geek. I get black, <laughs> I get black comic geek. You forget the gay. I'm like, it's, it's not that hard. <laughs> you have a, you have a, uh, like I'm, a, it's on your I'm sweater. Black. Yeah, I'm, it's on my sweater. I'm black. I watched it too many times, so you see it's like peeling. Oh. But yeah, I'm black. I'm gay. I like comics. Like, it's easy. <laughs> black gay comic geek. Black gay comic geek. <laughs> um it's peeling it's funny because it, it, i'm like when i say it i'm like it's kind of like the movie titles because i'm noticing more and more movie titles are getting longer and longer mm. fantastic beast the secrets of dumbledore the birds of prey the fantabulous emancipation whatever <laughs> of harley quinn or whatever like yeah what's that other movie with uh uh what's her name from veronica mars i'm drawing up Cr like the kristen Netflix bell movie. kristen bell she had that movie uh the window girl outside of the window yeah. across the street from the house. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a movie titles are getting ridiculous. Are they are they tongue in cheek, though? Like those long titles, or at least for her one. Is it tongue in cheek? It is right. 
I mean, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't okay. know if it was a. I don't, but I don't think it was a spoof. I think it was like a horror movie. I heard it was a, a, almost spoof satire, but like very close to what it is satirizing. That's what I heard about. It's like true crime, something or another. Um, okay. That's what I heard. But who's to say? And you're right. The titles are getting longer. Remember when titles were just one word? Yeah, one one word. Um, before well, how many well i mean how many like how many screams could like scream one two three now instead of scream five now it's just scream again it's right. like but well, we did we did that already i mean what would what would screams like super long subtitle be it'd be like scream or the the fantabulous murders of of courtney be cox scream yeah scream this time we're doing it again yeah in the same way we did it the first four times right <laughs> Um, if Harry, if the Harry Potter books had to be summated into one word titles, what would they be? Like each individual one? Yeah, like Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets would be dungeon. Dungeon? Just, they're all <laughs> dungeon. <laughs> they're all dungeons. <laughs> I mean, I guess this it would one. be chamber and yeah. Uh, uh, wait, what's the second one called? Why am I blanking on? That's the chamber. No, chamber, oh, chamber is, is the second one. The oh, philosopher's stone. Yeah, that's right. So stone, chamber, prisoner, goblet. Okay, it pretty much writes itself. You know. Um, uh, are you? Were you a big fan of uh, Harry Potter, Michael? I mean, yeah, I didn't uh, come into it with the craze of the books, like everybody. I yeah. just I came into it with the movies. Yeah. Did you end up reading the books? And then I bought the books, Mm -hmm. but I didn't read them. I had them on my shelf for years. Really? (laughs) I didn't actually actually read them until 2019. But then you read them all? All of them, yeah. In 2019 and not even in 2020, but like 2019? 2019. I was, because I worked worked overnight at a hotel. Mm. So while I was uh, doing, anytime I did like the kitchen shift, I would be in the kitchen by myself. So yeah. like, so I wasn't actually reading. I listened to audiobooks. So right. I would be in the kitchen, either making food or cleaning up the kitchen. And I would be, and I would have the audiobooks playing in my head for the entire eight hour shift. Yeah. And because I'm listening for the whole eight hour shift. I was able to like speed through yeah. all seven books. And I love Jim Dale, who did the uh, narration. He was great. Okay. So I definitely recommend, even if you have read the books, I definitely recommend going back and listening to the audiobooks. I, uh, I haven't really been able to get into audiobooks. I don't know, Carly, do you, are you into, into audiobooks? Um, I mean, I used to use them in college for like, so I could do other assignments while reading books for classes, but that's like it. Like I don't do audiobooks really anymore. Yeah. Uh, I, maybe, maybe I might, maybe I might, cause I wanted to reread Harry, the Harry Potter books again. And then I might, just listen to the audiobooks instead of spending that time reading. Maybe I'll just listen to audiobooks. I've heard they're great, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what what's what's been your Harry Potter experience? Like, did you start at the beginning, Carly? Like with the um, books and stuff? Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, like when I was like in kindergarten, my mom read me the first book. And then uh I started the second one and I never got through it and I didn't read them growing up. I watched all the movies. I went to the theaters to see the movies coming out. And then 
once COVID hit, that's when like Harry Potter TikTok started getting big. And that's when I picked up the books and read through the entire series in like a couple of months. Did you do that because Harry Potter TikTok convinced you to do it or because you wanted to create for Harry Potter TikTok? Um, I mean, I just started getting a lot of the content and I was like, I really want to understand what a lot of this means because a lot of the content you see on Harry Potter TikTok has more to do with the books than the movies because it goes into like a lot greater detail and you get a deeper understanding of the characters. So yeah. I just felt like I needed that extra bit. Yeah. Right. And I don't, I mean, I loved it. I couldn't put the books down. I yeah. read them on my work breaks and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. There's no denying that like Harry Potter was a phenomenon. Mm -hmm. The question and that we will we will gather as we talk about this whole thing is whether the magic is still there, whether mm -hmm. magic is viable still. Um, this is the third Fantastic Beast movie, a franchise slash spinoff that we uh, never saw coming in the first place. Like once Harry Potter was over, it's like yeah, nobody asked for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like they had those like side books that weren't narratives. They were, it was just like a manual about Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Now, like, let's turn that into a, let's turn that into a series, you know? And people were like, what? What is going on? And then they made three of, well, they originally stated they were going to make five. And so far they've done three. Um, did you, did you guys like the first Fantastic Beasts movie? I thought it was okay. Yeah. It was like, I, I really liked Colin Farrell and the fans. And I was actually disappointed to find out that he wasn't like the main villain that was like, Oh, apologies potion. I was like, Oh, come on. That was, that was cause I thought, yeah. I thought he was a great, I thought he was a great Grindelwald. And then, I mean, granted, I, we're going to get into the second movie, but surprisingly I ended up, I was surprised at how much I liked Johnny Depp. Cause mm -hmm. I was like, Johnny Depp, come on. But the first movie I, yeah, I just thought it was okay. And it was interesting to see other aspects of the magical world. Like we're not, we're outside of Hogwarts. We get to see them in New York this time. Mm -hmm. And we get to see it through the eyes of adults as opposed to children. But overall, I just think they started with a poor premise with like Newt Scamander and the beat. Like at this point, it's not even about the beast anymore. Like wow. even, even when you look at the poster, Fantastic Beast is like this and it's the secrets of Dumbledore. Yeah. So it's like the movie started a bad premise and now we're still dealing with that in this third movie. And it's like, it shows like they didn't really, I feel like they've made this franchise out of obligation instead of inspiration. Mm, that's a yeah. good one. Also very similar to Fast and Furious. Where did it come from? <laughs> yeah, like, but at least that started, it started at a certain thing. Like they had an idea, but then it just went, it became a superhero franchise. <laughs> right. Or like, or like a Mission Impossible in a way, right? Like yeah. it kind of just became this, it, it, it went from like driving to heists to secret agent stuff. Pretty much. Uh, so you're right. Obligation as opposed to inspiration. Did you come up with that? I did, yeah. You just, <laughs> did you just come up with it? Not just now, but it's something okay. I'll be using. Yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Picasso. <laughs> Trademark. Uh, <laughs> Carly, uh, 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 what was, uh, how'd you feel about Fantastic Beast 1? Well, Okay, so the first time I saw it, I think I told you this, I'm very embarrassed. I fell asleep like halfway through <laughs> That's the fair. first time I saw it. Yeah, um, I agree. It doesn't really have like a, they definitely didn't make it about the beasts. It did feel very all over the place. And just like they added like new random ideas, like the Obscurus or the Obscuro, whatever it's called. 
but yeah, I, I I like it, but I don't love it. It's not great. Yeah, I, I feel like this whole series has been two premises at once. Mm-hmm. There's one is the whole this whole Grindelwald thing and the Obscurus or whatever. And that's like one thing. And then there's Newt Scamander like trying to save animals and be like empathetic and do his mm-hmm. thing. And I feel like they could have just been two franchises like or two series you know yeah like these movies if you're gonna do a prequel make it about Dumbledore like it should have been about Dumbledore from From the beginning beginning. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean that's like one route right we would have seen a young Dumbledore uh uh series uh and then like but Newt Scamander is also a cool enough character. And I think I, I, I like Eddie Redmayne. I love him. You know, uh, I like the character. He's a different type of character that we don't normally see. But now he's been pushed to a side. I mean, we'll get to it. But Yeah, I, li- I like Eddie Redmayne and Newt Scamander, but I don't know <laughs> if I like him enough for him to be the lead in these movies. That's fair. At least, at least based on what they did with him. Right. It would have been, okay, one of the first things in Harry Potter. In Harry Potter 1, one of the first things we see, not we see, but in as far as the whole Harry Potter series, is somebody killing a unicorn and drinking its blood, right? Mm-hmm. That's like what, mm-hmm. like beasts are always part of Harry Potter, but like, mm-hmm. w- that's one of the things, right? How much better would it have been if this was a anti-poaching kind of like Newt Scamander saving beasts and yes. having bad guys try to be like, well, this unicorn gives me uh, eternal life. I'm gonna uh, uh, drink some unicorn blood. Something, something yeah, like that. Especially with him being the only magozoologist right. at this point. Like, there's a lot that they could mm-hmm. do with that. Right. Yeah. So it goes to show, like, the Wizarding World never, or at least based on the fact that he's the only one, they didn't really, they don't really take the animal world all that serious. Like, he could be the first, the magical incarnation of PETA, but hopefully, you know, a better, a better version of PETA, because PETA, you know, PETA has their issues. Right. But, like, yeah, there's a whole story within that that they could tell, but it seems like they really just wanted, and you could tell, like, from all the, the all the three movies they really want to tell this Dumbledore Grindelwald story but they're using Mm -hmm. whatever they're using Newt Scamander as a catalyst for that but it's like it doesn't it doesn't work right right I uh I feel like this whole series has been like look we just want sexy Dumbledore come on we got Jude Law (laughs) ready he is ready I just want sexy Dumbledore and then people are like uh they're uh, you know executives like yeah but throw in some magical beasts I was like ah okay fine Newt Scamander but um, yeah, sorry, Carly, did you have something to yeah, say about that? Yeah, I think like, I think the reason that they didn't make it from Dumbledore's point of view is maybe because he's stuck in Hogwarts. They must've thought like with Newt, they could get like the outside view of like what's going on in the world as opposed to just what's going on in Hogwarts. Because it is important how the world is reacting to Grindelwald. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. But in the end, Dumbledore's been in two out of three of the movies, right? Yeah. So it's like, no, has he been in all three? Hasn't he been in all of them? Was he in the first one? Yeah, he was in the first one. Yeah. I don't remember. Was he in the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Fair. But he's not like, (laughs) but but he's not stuck at Hogwarts in the sense that like he can't leave. Like he's literally stuck. Like he, I mean, he's still a teacher, but like take a sabbatical, take a mini break. Like, (laughs) right. Right. Um, 
Yeah, which, which I mean, he's technically been doing anyway because we see him throughout these movies. All of them. We, he's not he's not in Hogwarts. All he goes he's never Germany. in Hogwarts. Dumbledore's yeah. never at Hogwarts. Like no, there are, there are even even Hogwarts. when he was even when he was the headmaster, he was never yeah. at Hogwarts. He's yeah. always disappearing when Harry needs him. Harry just like mm-hmm. yeah, Harry's always yeah. like, I just saw this guy like kill another guy, and then he's like, Dumbledore, where are you? Okay, Dumbledore's off somewhere. Like, what is Dumbledore doing? He's always looking around for like potions and weird ass trinkets. I don't, I don't, horcruxes. And horcruxes, <laughs> right? So like uh, uh Dumbledore needs to figure on I don't know. I don't know who's paying Dumbledore's, you know, paycheck as headmaster of Hogwarts, but I would put it in the in like in the contract, a clauses. Come on, you gotta spend the hours here, you know? <laughs> like we're not paying I'm you to go gallivanting, <laughs> right? You're a yeah. salaried employee, which, which makes me wonder because they don't really talk about that. I'm like, do they get a salary? Like, how does how does how does how does money work? Like, if you have magic, can't you just create money? Uh, there's probably like, how like, does, their currency is probably magic proof, right? Probably. Otherwise, probably. the goblins get on your ass. I'm, I'm, you know, goblins yeah, are probably running that. running that whatever counter anti counterfeit agency. I'm sure of it. I'm sure. Probably. You know? Probably. Yeah, maybe. Are there taxes in the wizarding world? There must be. Yeah, that, I don't know. <laughs> are there, are there, and then, I mean, the IRS then are a bunch, like, they're goblins, right? Like, it's just goblins for everything money related. I mean, yeah, yeah they're, they're running the banks, which is like, is an anti-Semitic pro- Charlie it's Club. it's yeah. a jk yeah, rolling but, yeah but we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna get into all that <laughs> oh man yeah there's so much to get into and we will oh, we will touch yeah. on it uh so fantastic beasts the first one starts off with this weird premise where it's like let's shoehorn animals into it which really the animals tend to just bookend the two like the movies right it's like first scene find an animal last scene use the animal and then this weird like bowl cut Ezra Miller in between, you know, that's Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> and then Fantastic Beasts 2, um, I was telling Carly oh. before this whole thing, I forgot everything about it. I, I forgot everything about both movies. Like, I, I, I mean, if anybody's going to see this movie, I, 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 I say wait till it's like on HBO Max. Yeah. But if you do see it in theaters or whatever, and maybe sneak into the theater and don't actually pay for it yeah Yeah, don't actually there are more than enough open seats you could yeah yeah i definitely i definitely recommend seeing the first two movies before because i was like especially with the way that this movie starts like right right in on the action i was like i don't remember anything that had like even when tina shows up i was like where is she like i don't remember like why is she i don't remember what what's happening there were characters in this movie in secrets of dumbledore where i was like I just, I assumed, I was just like, yeah, yeah, this is the first time we're seeing them. Every character that came back from the second movie, I thought this was their first movie. I forgot about Theseus. I forgot yeah, about, yeah. I forgot about Yusuf. I forgot Zoe Kravitz was in the second one because I remember a picture of her was in the first one. Uh, that, that, that assistant to Dumb, uh, not Dumbledore, to Grindelwald with the lips, the girl, the girl with the lips. Uh, I assume she was new in this. No, she was in the previous one. I forgot everything about uh, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald to the point where I forgot and I thought it was the Curse of Grindelwald. It's not even called the Curse of Grindelwald. So, 
Yeah, even his brother. Like, I was like, I remember them introducing his brother, but I don't really remember anything about this. That, that just goes to show how memorable this franchise has been. Like, I still haven't, it's been a while since I've watched the Harry Potter movies, but I still remember every single one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you specific moments in every single, not just, oh, I think in this movie that, no, I could tell you specific moments in every single one. Yeah. I had to but watch this, a recap of number two to even talk about it right now. Yeah, the only so. thing I know about the only thing I know about this is like the it's basically the defense against the dark arts. Every movie there's a different Grindelwald. I'm like at this point <laughs> they need to they need to just let it let it be a running thing. Like even though they got they got rid of Johnny Depp because of everything that's going on with him, I think I'm like if they do a part five or a part four, don't cast Mads Mikkelsen even if he's willing to return. At this point, you had three movies with three different Grindelwalds. They might as well just lean into it. Cast another Grindelwald <laughs> in the next movie, and then in the final movie, cast another one. Because like, and work it work it into the continuity. Like, okay, for example, like in James Bond, they used to have like a different guy playing Felix Leiter every single movie and not explain it. It was just a different actor. Um, and in this, like, we I get like he always looks different, but is it in the continuity that he's supposed to look different? They don't. They don't address it. The only it, time they addressed it was in the first one. Yeah, literally. Yeah, but they don't address it in this one. Uh, because I think they should address it. They just say like he just always changes. That's just who he is. I feel that's fair. Yeah. You know. I mean, it would make it would make sense for them to address. Like it's literally a world of magic, so it's easily explainable. Right. As a, as opposed to something like Terrence Howard and Don Cheeto and Iron. It's like. Yeah, they don't even talk about. No, it's it's not even like they look close to each other. It's like one's light skin, another <laughs> one's dark skin. It's like one's T- Terrence Howard's taller, Don Cheadle's yeah. short. It's just like, yeah, no, Rhodey. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Yeah, so proper logic. Yeah, Carly, did you have any? Were you gonna say something? No, I I feel the same way. I really wish they would have addressed it because I mean, at the start of Secrets of Dumbledore, they just jumped right into it. I was like, who's this guy? And then they were talking, and I was like, wait, oh, this is Grindelwald. Okay. Oh, you didn't even know Mads Mikkelsen was playing no, Grindelwald in this? Didn't know there was a change. Oh. I hadn't looked at the cast or anything. Yeah. No, probably should have, but. Um, I, okay, so I'm not, I, I'm okay with, uh, uh, I'm okay with Johnny Depp, just personally, except I just, I think he's overplayed. Like, he's in everything. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I was fine with not having Johnny Depp um, I, yeah. in this because uh, normally Johnny Depp's just like oh I'm Johnny Depp like that's Johnny Depp to me yeah. um, I just didn't think he was right for Grindelwald yeah no no who do we think uh, you know with out of the three that we have seen so far uh, who do we think is the best Grindelwald the most compelling Colin Farrell over Mads I, I like, really Mads. like Mads. I like Mads better than Johnny, but I like Colin Farrell the best. Mm. Fair. I also like Colin Farrell just in general. In general. I feel like he's come <laughs> yeah. a long way. I'm proud of the boy, you know? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> granted that, like, number two was very forgettable. I watched the recap and I was like, I, I guess I remember this. Number three. It starts off with, with Grindelwald and Dumbledore um, having a meeting of minds, right? It was because it wasn't real, right? It was, was it real? Yeah. 
That I'm not sure about. Yeah, because I'm like the place started catching on fire. So I'm like, right. yeah, maybe yeah, maybe it, it's in the mind. Yeah. It reminded me very much of that space where Dumbledore and Harry met after Harry died. The train station? You remember? Yeah. Like it felt very similar to that, just with how white it was and yeah. the way the light was. It just felt very similar. I mean, to be fair, most of Harry Potter is pretty white. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just had to throw that in. Um, but then it starts burning, and then I think I'm like, okay, that's not that's a dream, but it's not a dream. It was, but maybe they could have been more clear about that. Um, Michael, did you did you have thoughts about uh, Dumbledore and Grindelwald? Ah, uh, I got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I know you do. I know. <laughs> um, it was a nice little opening scene to get to actually because again these movies should have been about the two of them this is the story this is the most compelling story that you have and then also like this is technically the first time since jk rowling's turf self came out and said like oh dumbledore oh after i write all the books i'm going to come out and say dumbledore is gay yeah he's always been gay but it's never been in any of the books at all and it only took 11 movies yeah eight harry potter movies plus one two yeah basically this is the 11th movie it only took 11 movies in the franchise for it to finally be canonically said in a movie mm -hmm. right that, yeah dumbledore was in love with another man no it's just a bro type of love they're just best friends you know uh, and even that yeah even that you could still like take that and be like well he doesn't mean like i'm in love with you like yeah i want to like 69 you or whatever <laughs> he's like no i'm in love with you as a you're, you're a cult leader <laughs> right right like there i mean there's always people in denial so, yeah they, people, yeah and I, that's what i'll say like people could easily take it that way so it wasn't like my whole thing like i talked about on my youtube channel this movie wasn't gay enough for me that's to my biggest that's my biggest my biggest issue with this movie i mean and and other stuff but it's my biggest right. issue with this movie. yeah uh but we we did you guys hear what they did with this movie in China, especially with that? Yeah, they, the fact that yeah. you can, yeah, the fact that you can censor. Oh, well, I'll let you say. Well, it yeah, they 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 what either censored it or took out specific chunks of scene. They, that, they took they took out the lines. Yeah, the line. Okay, uh, uh, that referred to them being lovers. Um, and were you about to say, Michael, that like the fact that you could and that the I was movie say, stays intact. Yeah, the the fact that there's only two lines that's referencing the gay, where I did it because I was in love with you, and the summer the summer Gellert and I fell in love. That's the only two gay references in the whole movie. And so the fact that the seven seconds of a two-hour movie could be edited out and it doesn't really change anything, that right there says, yeah, it wasn't gay enough. Right. Right. Um, people are mad. People, people get mad at me when I say that on on YouTube because somebody was like, "Oh, I came here for a Secrets of Dumbledore review. What the hell is this gay shit?" I'm like, um, "My my name is my name <laughs> is on the channel." <laughs> <laughs> like, what would you think I'd be talking about? And, yeah. and the title and the title of the video is "The Secrets of Dumbledore is Not Gay Enough." Like, what did you think you were coming when when you clicked on this video? <laughs> also, the movie. Uh, the did they? go and see the movie or did they choose not to see the movie because... I don't I don't know if they saw the I don't know if they saw the movie or they just ended up coming to my coming to my channel for whatever reason. Yeah. But I'm like my name and the title of the video. What did you think? I'm confused. But whatever. The internet's gonna internet. 
we got, uh, by the way, I just wanted to shout out, first things first, we're live streaming on multiple different platforms. We're live streaming on volume.com slash the Keeg Show, twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show, and, key, or, uh, and then youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. We got Queen J1422 out there. Uh, Queen J has been talking with us uh, uh, on volume. Um, uh, so I wanted to shout out Queen J. Um, Queen J. Hey, Jessica. Uh, uh, should, I, should, I, should I say her name out loud? <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I do want to, I mean, we will get to uh, some of that. Uh, some of what she's saying. Uh, it was never mentioned in the books. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dumbledore being gay is never mentioned in the books. J.K. Rowling comes out afterwards and says, oh, yeah, yeah, he was gay the whole time. Okay. Just like she randomly was like, yeah, yeah, there was a Jewish student the whole time. We just never yeah. heard about him. She's because she could invent it. She hey. we could be like, why wasn't there a centaur student? And she'd be like, uh, there was a centaur student named like Firemane and Firemane. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't see him. I guess you weren't really reading hard enough. I can't, I can't see the comments, but shout out to Queen J. That's my best friend, Jessica. So, <laughs> uh, uh, Queen J is uh, uh, very active on the chat, which is awesome. Um, she is bringing up uh, Aberforth, um, which uh we will get to uh but she also says i would have loved for them to show that albus actually had a love interest what is that tying, yeah. is that tying in with Grind grindelwald you mean or, or another no, one no, another i mean you got somebody that looks as, as sexy as jude law you mean to tell me grindelwald is the only person that he's ever like and then they don't even like they don't really dive into whether it was actually like a uh, uh, consensual relationship or if Grindelwald was using the mm. fact that Dumbledore was in love with him to get what he wanted, but he didn't actually return. Like they go back and forth on whether it was like unrequited love that Dumbledore had, or they actually like were both in love with each other. Like they don't really, but I'm just saying like, even, even with that, you mean tell me, even if they were, if they were actually like boyfriends or whatever, Somebody looks like Jude Law. He's the only, Grindelwald is the only person he's ever been with, ever. Like, Dumbledore's not getting head in, like, the Hogwarts. And, like, one of the, teach, one of the teachers of Hogwarts, like, in between, like, lunch break or whatever. Like, I don't believe, like, come on now. Like, I don't, and it falls into the trope of, like, the sexless gay character. It was like, right. oh, we'll have the representation. We'll have a gay character, but we're never going to see any of their love interests or anything like that. But when it comes to straight characters, we're going to see the courtship. We're going to have people get married like Queenie and uh, Kowalski or uh, Tina and uh, Newt. Newt. Yeah. We're going to see all of it when it comes to straight characters. When it comes to the gay characters, it's just like, we're going to ignore it. We can seven, cut out yeah. seven seconds. Seven seconds. <laughs> it's, you know, seven, seven seconds of, of, of being gay. You yeah. Know? Even like, well, even like Will and Grace. Will didn't get, we saw all of Grace's love life. Will didn't get a boyfriend until season five. Uh, Modern Family, uh, 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 Mitchell and Cam don't kiss until like a later season, right? I don't think they kiss at all in, in the first season. I don't, I, don't, I don't watch Modern Family. So. Oh, okay, that's fair. But like, <laughs> they made a big deal about them being a gay couple with a kid, but they didn't kiss until however long, um, which is like this weird double standard that keeps keeps happening. And then... To go around and be like, well, Dumbledore was gay the whole time. There was a Jewish character the whole time. Like, because she did that, right? In a tweet. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. You, you guys know about that, right? You guys, about like the Gold, Goldstein. 
Joshua Goldstein or whatever his name is. It's like, J.K. Rowley needs to, okay. Uh, I'll get into this, my this, it, was, it was the start of her trash decline. It, it was it's something that you could probably forgive and ignore, but it's like, yeah, it was like the start of the the decline of the JK mm. JK Rowling. Yeah, it, it, it's weird because all, we, all she needed to do was shut up and shut up and let the books and collect your money. Just shut up. <laughs> but the problem with that is, I, I she thinks she's better, right? She thinks she knows better. She's not going to sell. I was telling Carly, I just want J.K. Rowling to just sell the Harry Potter franchise to someone who can write better and more diversely and just progressively, because that's what it's based on. Otherwise, I don't know. Uh, I got a lot. I got a lot of thoughts. But even the name like Cho Chang, like, has she not met (laughs) any Asians in England? Because there are and there's a bunch. Does she not know? I'm going to say, apparently not, because how many people of color were in Hogwarts? <laughs> right, right. Uh, you guys know about, you guys know about, um, not Lee Jordan, but um, who's the, who's the only other black kid? Uh, uh, D- Dean? Oh, Dean Thomas. Dean, yeah, Dean Thomas. Thomas. You guys know about Dean Thomas's father? Uh-uh. JK, like, supposedly in, like, some expanded something that, like, um, that she was talking about is, uh, Dean Thomas couldn't prove that he's of pure blood because his father was absent and he could never track down his father. And that's why he can't prove he's a pure blood to these, to the wizards. Um, oh. <laughs> it's like, come on, oh man, these things pop up and it's not that but they're it's so new. Because don't they have records of all the wizarding families? Like even, the, even if that's, if you're gonna go that route, whatever but it's still there should be a record of him right or if not him his fa- his his family and his, like i don't know stupid yeah um queen j says she stated that dean is a half did you say half breed or half blood half blood a half blood half blood print oh yeah half blood prince um yeah so uh anyway fa- uh secrets of dumbledore um we, we, we start off with this thing and like somebody was pointing out how the movie doesn't need all these characters because they don't do much except the distraction ploy at the end of the movie. And that's just a numbers game. It's not even like their personalities. Did you guys feel that way about all these characters? Carly, I'll let you go first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like... I don't really get the point of Bunty. I feel like Newt doesn't need an assistant, you know? Was Bunty in the first, or did she just appear in the second? She only came up in the second one. I I thought she was... I don't don't remember her. Yeah, I thought she was new in this movie. Again, I thought she was new for this movie. Yeah, but no. No. Okay, weird. But yeah, even like uh, the guy, I can't think of his name, but the French guy who's a strange. Yeah. 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 He, he didn't really do anything. Like, granted, no. yay for two Black people on the poster, but like, what were you there for? Like, if you're on the poster, it seems like you're going to be a main character. Right. But you're really, outside of Lottie, for, for the most part, out of the new characters, we don't really learn anything, which she was my favorite character in the whole, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in this whole movie. Is that Jessica like, Williams character? Yeah, Jess, Je- Jessica Williams, yeah. But like, 
we didn't really get much from his brother, like learn any backs. Like we didn't really learn really anything about any of these characters. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and then all, not even just this, what did we learn in this movie period? Other than there's a, there's a magical unicorn Bambi like uh, creature that bows to the leader. And then that becomes the leader of the wizarding world. What does the leader of the wizarding world do? Like what, how is that different from the minister of magic? Right. And then who is the chick? that became the new lead. Like, we don't know anything about her. Right. She barely had any lines. So it's like, I'm supposed to be like, yay, it's not Grindelwald, it's this new chick, but who are you? Right. Like, Right. Um, uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know where I was going to go with my thought. Carly, were you going to say them? No, I, I just, that I completely agree. I feel like even like a lot of the main characters, we don't really know. We don't really know Tina and Queenie that well even, and they've been around since the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Queenie at I least like gets a lot of time in this, right? The whole yeah. Queenie and Jacob Kowalski uh, thing is like half the movie, right? That's yeah. a big part of this movie is them too. Did we feel attached to them? No. <laughs> I... I I don't and then also like yeah she was in the movie a lot she had a lot of the screen time but a lot of it like come on guys the Bechdel test is still like did she talk to any other <laughs> any other woman in the no movie? like what did, what did lips like, girl what did lips girl have to do like she didn't do anything in the movie she just oh, don't know anything about her like we don't know anything about her wait, she was just wait lips lips girl she's like the Nazi <laughs> like I just kept comparing her to like a Nazi Ava Braun type character you know, because she was like Grindelwald. She was always there with Grindelwald. She had like dark lipstick. She had lips. Um, what else? Like, lips. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, I have a strict uh, thou shalt not uh, simp over Nazis. And I stick to that pretty good. Um, so uh, she is what she is. But, um, well, I'm pretty sure she's not one in real life. No, so no. I guess, well, that's why I, guess I had to you'll be, like. You'll be, I was like, you'll be, I guess you'll be forgiven if you try. I'll, I'll learn her name in real life and I'll separate <laughs> it from the character. But for now, she's that character that I guess was in the second and now is in the third. Uh, but who, she doesn't do anything. She's just kind of there. Apparently such a nothing cat. I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about. So that's how exactly. that character. is one of Grindelwald's people. <laughs> And I've seen the movie twice. So. <laughs> she's the one. She's the one that lights the banner on fire, and people oh, are, are okay. doing, and then it okay. falls. Oh, the one that stole the suitcase at the end. Is that no, the same person? That's no, a no, different person. Who is I don't know who that person is either. You're right. I don't know who that person is either. When she was like, "I'm, I'm one of Dumbledore's," right? Yeah, that like, was like the German minister's number two. That is, yeah, Vogel. Yeah. Vogel's number two. I got confused because I was like, Vogel is the Confederacy of Magic. What, was that what it was called? C Confederation of Magic? Yeah, it was like the International Confederation of Magic, something like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, which we did, never knew existed before this, right? That there no. was a... Yeah, no. And it's like, that is all interesting stuff. Like, take something that we take... I think it was the Half-Blood Prince, not the movie, but the book, where we actually learned that, like, every British prime minister finds out about the magical world and they have interactions with the minister of magic. Like that's this type of stuff I would like to have seen more yeah. in yeah. these Fantastic Beast movies, like the politics aspect, how it affects adults and adult problems and adult yes. worlds and adult situations, yeah. included in all this chaosness of 
Grindelwald's trying to destroy the world or whatever. Like, it's all about him wanting to get rid of muggles, but yet we don't really see how, even how it affects the muggles, muggle world or whatever. I feel like with things like this, with magical universes, we're presented a lot of like stories that like bring up a lot of questions. And then you're like, what are the answers to these questions? Hopefully later installments will figure it out. But I feel like this one and like all the other ones of Fantastic Beasts specifically are like, here are just more questions we're never gonna like tell you about. And you just gotta fantasize about it and just like come up with your own headcanon. For, for example, if the British Minister of Magic meets with the British Prime Minister and tells him, but then all other countries have ministries of magic. Do they also then talk to their presidents or whatever about magic? So all the world so. leaders just know about magic? I would assume so. Did Hitler know about magic? I would assume so, because Hitler also had like a weird occult um um fanaticism right but i was gonna say probably but then hitler would just talk to the german the german minister of magic and be like just give me some magic dude mm-hmm. well i don't know i mean based on what we've seen i don't think you like if you're if you're a nomad as they call it in the first which they dropped in the other movies yeah. But like, yeah, I don't think you can just like have magic because like even even Kowalski, like he had a yeah. fake, like he had a fake wand. Like it's not like Dumbledore could just be like, here, here's magic. Right. So if, like if Hitler's not a, uh, a witch or wizard, I don't think he could just get magic. Right. But he could grab magical artifacts, which is what he does in Indiana Jones. <laughs> like two separate I know, I know. But what I'm, well, Hitler in real life had this weird fascination with like, weird things like that right and yeah, then no yeah you know i mean there's all the rumors about experimentations and all that other stuff. right yeah so but i don't want to get i don't want to get this i don't know if you're monetized on youtube i don't know when to get the stream demonetized talking too much about oh yeah 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 <laughs> but the, uh, but uh, i was also does does the politics of the magical side of the country match up with the politics of the non-magical side i mean a little bit it did seem like when they were in germany like it did seem yeah. a little <laughs> Nazi-ish. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, Especially with the fact that the Confederation was the ones really pushing for Grindelwald to come yeah. into power. Right. Right. What are other things we've learned about this movie through, like, or learned about the Wizarding World through this movie? Do you guys have, like, questions? Because... We didn't really learn anything. Are we No, but, like, we, we saw symbols that popped up that we never really like. There wasn't dark marks, right? But they were, they were like Grindelwald had a, had a symbol. Mm-hmm. Which, did we see that in number two? No. Okay. Not that, I rem- not that I remember. Yeah. But even with that, like the whole Bambi choosing the leader. Yeah. It, they're, called the, they're called chillin'. They're called chillin', by the way. The, the, the chillin'. Yeah. Didn't they say it's like super rare mm-hmm. and it's been a while since we've seen a chillin'? So like, mm-hmm. how are they picking the leaders before that? Like, I'm, we don't learn, we don't learn anything in this movie. It's just, yeah. Uh, Did they vote? Did, like, <laughs> was this like a magical ballad? Was it a sorting hat type of, ele- this person's going to be the new president or whatever. I don't know. I, I, I gathered that they, I gathered that like they always use a chillin. It seemed like they always use a chillin, but they, they are made supposed it seem to be like 
I was gonna say they made it seem like in a movie like we haven't seen a chillin in a long yeah. time. Mm. No, I think in between, I think it was more of a democracy. Then why randomly bring out a chillin? Because it's the first chillin they've seen in a while. And that was Grindelwald's idea because he wanted to prove that he was like the one who should be the rightful leader. Oh. So if Grindelwald wasn't put into the election, they wouldn't have used a chillin for Santos versus the other guy. Okay. All right. You guys are teaching me a little bit. We all watch the same damn movie, too. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, Let's see. Queen Jay says, uh, because it's Fantastic Beasts, that is why. They just shoehorn animals. Fantastic Beasts, yeah. They do. The chillin' was completely new, I think, too, because I was doing some research for my fanfic the other night, and I looked up, like, a list of magical beasts, and the chillin' wasn't on the list. So yeah. I was like, where did this come from? It's spelled with a Q, or at least in English, it's spelled oh. with a Q. Yeah. Uh, I looked it up, or at least a little bit of what it... Uh, it is a Chinese mythological being <laughs> with with those powers of good kind of thing. Um and it's spelled like K or uh, Q-I-L-I-N or something like that, um, pronounced chillin'. Um, also, I need subtitles in my British magic movies because I don't remember the names I or anything. I had to look up not, not just that, but I was, I've been wondering for a while, like at this point, why don't all movies have subtitles? Yeah. Like, yeah, this for like for the hard to hear. Like, come come on now. Like, what? Are, and even even me. Like, when I play video games or I watch, I like to have subtitles on. Oh yeah, like, always. Yeah. So it's like at this point, it's I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't run things in, in Hollywood or anything. Like, if I ran things, we'd have universal health care in America. But that's another <laughs> conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I'm a big fan of subtitles. I especially watch it for British stuff, because like. Sometimes you just can't understand them. And then sometimes, or, or so, so I'll always use it for British stuff. And then I'll always use it for like science fiction stuff. Cause I need to see the spelling of, of things. Star Wars, I'll watch it with subtitles so I can see the spelling. And I'm like, okay, I know this character's name. And it's some like weird name. That's Star Wars. Oh, Harry Sarlacc Potter. Pit. How do you spell it? S-A-R-L-A-C-C. Sarlacc. You're better than me. I'd have been like, uh, L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S. I was the fifth grade spelling bee champion in my district, so. (laughs) Wow. Uh, All right, all right. You know, that's my my claim to fame. We didn't have Sarlacc, though. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, go. (laughs) I have never seen it written out. I need to see it written out, and then I remember. Okay. Otherwise, I can just guess, but, you know. (laughs) Um. Who okay? Uh, uh, let's talk. Let's talk Jessica Williams' character because we we mentioned it um, earlier. Lottie was her name. I think it's Lolly. L- Lolly. Lolly. Okay, she's an Ilvermorny school teacher from you know from America, and then she knows Tina somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's been corresponding with Newt for years, and but this mm. was the first time they because she's a met. charms teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what does charms have she, to do with magic zoology? Well, I think I she also wrote a textbook charm on animals. charms, didn't she? <laughs> she wrote a textbook on charms. Mm-hmm. Charms. Does she write the textbook that they used to in Harry Potter? 
guess you gotta, you gotta charm the animals. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, fair. But why are they talking? Newt and her. A share of inf magical information. Cause look, because you gotta get They're both researchers. You gotta get Jessica Williams in the movie. You gotta get <laughs> some random gotta get this random character together. Yeah. But I loved her. I loved her character. I like mm -hmm. I loved I love Jessica Williams. I've been a fan of her since she's been on uh, Comedy Central. Although her, her little accent, I was like, I could do without it. Uh, I wasn't <laughs> a fan of her accent either. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of her her, her accent. I feel like she was trying a little bit, but the character and the way she portrayed it overall, mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I was like, yeah, like finally we get a, like a black main character in a Harry Potter. And she had like some great actions. You know, it wasn't she was just there for window dressing. Like, no, she actually played a part in the narrative. Yeah. Unlike, unlike like, Yusuf. Like, yeah. as opposed to like, you see my spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the background. It's not like it's just in the background. She actually participated in the story. Yeah. Yeah, it was an interesting pairing pairing her with Jacob because she was able to take care of him and take care of herself at the same time, mm -hmm. and I thought that that was cool. There was there's that scene where she, where where with the with the the pages, and then mm -hmm. they is it a port key or just a, a disapparate? I don't know. I, guess, I, th I think it's a port key. Okay. Um, that I think they I think they just disapparate. In that scene, I think they just disapparate. Right. Yeah. Wait, which. Uh, when they're when they're fight um at the party yeah when jacob uses or he doesn't actually use the wand but it creates the the storm um, yeah i think they because she just grabbed him and she, yeah. they teleported mm -hmm. she they didn't actually go into the book no yeah. not in that time yeah um so that that was a cool pairing um and i do like jessica williams uh have you seen modern modern no not modern love uh i forget what it's called there's season two with, I'll figure it out. What am, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm like, whatever it is you're gonna name, I already know I haven't seen it. Okay, she, <laughs> she's not. in it is all I'm saying. Uh, uh, and she's good, I like her. Um, Yusuf, I felt like, didn't do anything. There's the weird thing where he's like, I'm coming to your side. Well, you don't mind if I take the memories of your sister out, right? No. And then he like, doesn't do anything except the end where he's like, Ha -ha, table That's something I was confused about too. Like even when yeah. he turned the tables, on, I was like, "What was the point? He, does he not remember his sister?" And then also, if he doesn't remember his sister, isn't the sister the motivation for him to go after Grant? If he doesn't know his sister, why would he want to turn on Grant? We didn't explore that at all. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I think the issue is he just didn't need to be in this movie. They could have just left him in the second one and yeah, not. One, he was in the second one. I don't even remember him in the second one. <laughs> he was a big part of the second yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't remember him in the second Well, I also just didn't remember anything about the second movie at all. By the way, it's been four years. Um, the fir uh, first Fantastic Beasts came out in 2016, the second one in 2018, and now it's 2022. So it has been four years where I've not thought about that movie once. So. Like at this point, honestly, like I don't care about this franchise anymore. The only thing that would keep me coming back is I just want to see the giant epic, supposedly greatest wizarding duel of all time between Dumbledore and Grindelwald, where Dumbledore ends up getting the Elder Wand. Where is the Elder Wand right now? Grindelwald has it. Grindelwald has it. That's what he's been, that's what he used in this movie? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he has it and then Dumbledore gets it because he defeats him. 
Oh. Does Dumbledore kill Grindelwald? No. No. Gr- Grindelwald gets locked up in Azkaban. Yeah. You see him locked up in the Yeah, Vald- Vald- Voldemort kills him. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And that's how Voldemort gets the Elder One? Yeah. No. No. no he no. takes it from Dumbledore's corpse. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. In the tomb. That's right. When he goes mm-hmm. down. Um, okay. Sorry. Queen Jay's been in the comments the whole time. And I feel like I'm not, I'm not, uh, 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 I'm not ignoring her. Uh, Grindelwald has the Elder One right, is what she says. Okay, cool. Um, we deal with the secrets of Dumbledore in this movie. Big, I guess, big secrets. Did, you know, did we? Did we though? <laughs> no. Was there a secret? The no. secret was that Credence is is Aberforth's son. He is a Dumbledore, just not a brother of Dumbledore. Does that change they don't care anything about at all? No. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Just, like so what so what who cares <laughs> mm-hmm. first of all i'm like even though they technically tease that he died i'm like we're definitely not gonna see ezra miller anymore like we're not gonna see them oh man ezra miller we're not gonna see them anymore <laughs> and in this movie they might not even uh do the like the flash might get canceled <laughs> right did they did they finish filming the flash i don't even know I think the flash wrapped. Okay. So I think so they'll probably release the movie with him in it, unless it's bad enough that like them. What? He's they his pronouns are they them. Oh, is Ezra them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so with them in it, which is also interesting because they play more than one character in Flash. Yes, yeah, so that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, is Discovery gonna eat just eat the $200 million and be like, nah, we, we can't, I mean, with all the stuff that, like he has a restraining order against them out. Like, are they gonna, are they gonna release the movie or? They're gonna release it. If they oh, finish Carly, filming Carly, it. Carly, Carly, Carly doesn't know, you don't know this? I don't know any of this. You yet. don't know what's going on with Ezra Miller? I don't know what's going on. I never I had, know what's going on. I had, to turn, I had to turn my camera. I'm like, I see my vacuum in the background. Let me just. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ezra Miller, I don't know what was recent, but there was a thing in the past that like I was surprised no, it was they didn't, recent. right, but there was a past thing that I'm surprised they didn't come off on that. But there's a oh, yeah, video that, where a fan comes up to him and Ezra Miller smoke. It's in like Russia or Ukraine or someplace. He's just like out back smoking outside a club, and then this this fan comes up to him and he like chokes her. He grabs her by the neck and chokes her and like yeah, slams her on the ground. That was a couple years ago. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't get canceled back. I then. thought he was gonna get canceled then. What? Yeah. This was a couple years ago, but then recently, like, he, like, broke into, like, some couple in Hawaii's room and, like, got in their bed and started cursing out the husband. I don't know the full details, but they put out, a, they have a restraining order out against him. Her, I'm, blah, 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 them. That was the recent one what? thing that happened? That's that's the recent one, yeah, okay. in, in Hawaii. Okay. Uh Wow. <laughs> I don't know how Ezra will come back. I also think that there's a lot of problems with DC's casting in general. Like they didn't vet anyone beforehand. Like MCU vets their people. And then sometimes you mess up and they're like, okay, zero tolerance policy for the most part. Get out of here. And then DC is like, ah, 
we gotta find people. Uh, I guess we'll keep Ezra Miller. Um, but uh, yeah, I think this will be the last time. Also, the character doesn't need to exist anymore, right? Character no. never needed to exist. No. Right. To give Aberforth a son, because that's what we really want. No, no one <laughs> needed that. I do like the actor playing Aberforth in this. I did like yeah, it. I do. Even even some like again, these movies should have been about Dumbledore. Like this could have been a perfect opportunity yeah. to get. We could have learned more of, of Aberforth's backstory because Aberforth showed up in what like the yes. seventh movie. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, yeah. Dumbledore has a brother. I would like to learn more about him. Like especially, how does he feel knowing that his brother is like the most powerful wizard of all time? He's like, yeah, like. I'm pretty sure maybe there maybe might be some level of inadequacy or, uh, yeah. or jealousy or whatever going on between like I would like to see more of that dynamic like even where the two of them are yes. on screen together I'm like this is the story I want to see especially with the sister Ariana like, it should have been about the Dumbledores I should have I think both Newt and Dumbledore hurt each other's possible premises mm-hmm. you know because they both dilute yeah. each other because they're both two different characters Newt and Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. There could have just been two different Harry Potter related series. Mm-hmm. They yes. could have just right. Um, Queen J says, uh, to be honest, it would have been better if Albus had a kid instead of his brother. Uh, also, Queen J says Aberforth was upset with Albus because of the sister dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's that whole Ariana thing that like I forgot about. I forgot about the whole. Yeah, they, they could have gone. They could have gone more into that if these movies were about Dumbledore, the Dumbledores. They could have been. That could have been the name of the movie, the Dumbledores. The, the, a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, with the way these movies have been going, it's basically yeah. a sitcom because it's like all over the fucking place. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Could have been. It could have been about like the movie could have started with a younger Dumbledore. And a younger a younger Aberforth or whatever. It would just be Ari- episode one of Star Wars. Pretty, I mean, yeah, pretty much. It could, it could have been a younger Ariana. We see Ariana dodge, her being a obscurio, him, him falling in love with Gellert the first time they met, them going mm-hmm. through their whole little world domination phase. Right. Whatever. And then him seeing the light and saying, oh, no, that's not the way I want to go. The problem is... And, and it sucks, and it brings it back to what, what Michael was saying, is that um, they won't hinge the whole movie on them being gay. They won't yeah. have that be the narrative, because they can't cut that part out. And they kind of, you know, all these studios like that. They like having, the, like, the credit for putting these characters in, but they're very okay with, like, kind of insular, making it insular, so you can just, like... Pop it out. Yeah, I remember. Go uh, to other markets you, and then pop remember, it back I don't in. know if you saw the live action uh, Beauty and the Beast, but I remember I the director. I can't remember who did the, who was the director. I never but saw I remember, it, but I heard about it. Oh, well, I, I remember them saying like, oh, we're going to have a, like a very, you know, prominent gay moment at the, at the end of the movie. And it was uh, fucking uh, Josh Gad. Uh, yeah. Dan- dancing in the background with another man. And it was like, another thing that could be easily cut out of the movie right but prominent gay moment and i'm like yeah a couple, couple if, it, if it can be easily cut out of the movie and it changes nothing it's not prominent miss me with that bullshit yeah 
Yeah. Even like the lesbian cut, the lesbian kiss that JJ Abrams put in the rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah. LGBTQ representation is very important to me. That's why I decided, that's why I made a, a thing to make sure it was in this movie that could be easily cut out of the Chinese release. Yeah. <laughs> when it should have been Finn and Poe. Was that your ship? Finn and Poe? Yes. Okay. That's fair. I can't argue with that. Not my ship, but I get it. I could, I I could, I could, there's so many parallels to Finn and Poe and Han and Leia. Interesting. Yes. But that's okay. a whole nother thing. That's a whole that's nother, a whole nother thing. thing. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Carly, what did you want out of this movie? I don't know. I wanted it to be less about Credence. I don't care about Credence. Yeah. The whole second movie was like just about him and his backstory. It was like, this is not a character that I care about at all. Yeah. Uh, The recap I was watching summed it up as they literally did the Star Wars, uh, the the, the sequel trilogy route where they're like, he could be someone special. uh maybe he's someone special no he's not anyone special he's a nobody but he is someone special wait twist he's someone different that's special yeah okay yeah what does it add i don't know yeah i would have liked to have seen more the relationship of dumbledore and aberforth and like all their backstory since it didn't get covered in the original series I mean, right. it got covered in the books, but not in the movies. So I right. would have liked to have seen that backstory on the screen. Right. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, so we have this movie. It's done like two hours, two, two hours plus. Mm-hmm. What did we really learn from this movie after the end of the second one? Like what, what? What a couple like what how how was this furthering the plot? What is like what did, what did we learn now that this movie's done? With the third movie? Yeah. Like about the wizarding world or about the story that they're trying to tell? All of the above. Well, we're supposed to we're supposed to have learned that Aberforth had a son. But that doesn't affect anything. They could have said that in a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> same way, same way J.K. Rowling does for everybody else. Yeah, it could yeah. have been a could have been a tweet. Right. Um, we learned that chillins are real, but like, <laughs> right? There, there are like informational things, I guess. But in the end, what does it matter? That there's there at least used to be a curtain confederation of of uh, uh, magical nations or whatever. But who knows if there are even around by the time um, by the time uh, Harry Potter takes place. Because Voldemort changes everything, right? We're focused so much on Grindelwald being like Grindelwald, Grind- this and Grindelwald that, but like Voldemort is the big world war of the Wizarding world, right? Ish. Voldemort is like the he second still, coming. Yeah, because he's still focused mostly on Hogwarts, where Grindelwald is like everywhere. Like he was in New York, and then wherever the second movie took place, and then I met Voldemort the first time around. Before Harry's born. Oh. Because Voldemort, doesn't he unite I mean, the giants? Get, doesn't, don't uh, the giants? Yeah, he does. But I think he mostly stays in England, though. I don't think he really left to go to other countries. Are we sure? Because a I, lot I, of I the... Uh, I, don't, I don't think. I don't know. I could be making it up. I a lot know. of the Durmstrang people are, are Death Eaters, right? Isn't the Durmstrang headmaster a Death Eater? 
Oh, that's yeah, that's true. What's his name? Karkar. Am I yeah, saying Karkarov. Ka- Ka- Kakarov? Yeah, Kakarov. Yeah, not Kak, not Kakarov from Dragon Ball Z, but Karkarov from Harry Potter. Yeah, uh, he's an ex Death Eater. Right. So, I'm pretty sure Voldemort's first bout was like Europe, mm-hmm. right? And people died. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mudbloods died, right? Uh, uh, non-supporters died, and I feel hey, like it's a really big caught, thing. Caught a mudbloods. <laughs> Were you saying me or J.K. Rowling? For no, you, you. I mean, what you say? You said mudblood. <laughs> Is that not the general? I know it's a, not a good word in the realm of Harry <laughs> Potter, but all and also the real world. But that's what they called them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or half bloods. I mean, either way. But the point being is a lot of them died, right? Uh, I would assume. I think that's what, what happened originally with Voldemort's funny, original stint. Funny, that's what I call my sister. I'm like, you mudblood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we all call our sisters bad names, you know. Um, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, okay, Queen Jay is saying it is what they were called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Queen Jay is also saying that during Harry Potter, Dumbledore is over 150 years old. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. Dumbledore is very old. Yeah, yeah. Dumbledore is very old. Wait, but okay, so this takes place during the 30s, right? The uh, uh, Fantastic Beast takes place during the 30s. Yeah. It's before World War II, during the Depression. Um, you can see it with Kowalski's uh, bakery. Um, and that's what, like 80 years? 70 years before uh, Harry Potter? Because Harry Potter takes place in the 90s? Yeah. Well, I know the first book take, yeah, came out in 97, so. No, well, but yeah, but the, the story, I think, takes place. Yeah. I know that Prisoner of Azkaban takes place in 93. Mm. So it's like yeah, early 90s. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of speaking of something I didn't understand, why is uh Minerva McGonagall there? Like, everybody she shouldn't be a, she, if, if 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 she's there, she shouldn't be a professor at Hogwarts at the like she's much younger than like if anything she should be a student at this point. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me. Uh, well, somebody said that she's supposed to be negative years old during the thirties. Like she's not born until like the fifties. So or yeah, that forty. Yeah, anyway. when they when they when they introduced her, it was like Minerva. I was like Minerva. Why is she here? <laughs> right. Just because they were like they wanted another prominent. Yeah, just character? another yeah, another another name drop. <laughs> yeah. Like who else could they have put? Filch. I mean. No, he, he's he's not as old as Dumbledore. But. By the way, Professor our, our, Bins, the who, ghost professor, would have been an excellent choice, I think. Who's the ghost professor? Uh, he teaches history uh, of magic. Yeah, he teaches history of magic, yeah. Uh-huh. He, like, died teaching, and he's just still there Forever teaching. teaching. He's a ghost. Yeah. By the way, does Filch, if you're a squib, can you go to Hogwarts? I don't think so. No, no. Why would you go to a school that teaches you magic if you can't? Right. Magic? Well, yeah. That's fair. He could have been, he could have been someone. Not knowing magic is no excuse. He could have been someone. He could have learned things. He could have been a teacher. Yeah. I mean, do they have non-magical teachers at Hogwarts? Besides ghosts? I mean, even, <laughs> but even ghosts are like magic. 
can ghosts yeah. use magic? They can't use magic, but I'm like, but you're a ghost. That's magic. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So like, so Queen Jay is bringing up Harry's Aunt Petunia and she didn't go to Hogwarts, but that's because Aunt Petunia isn't, she's not a squid. She's just mm-hmm. a muggle mm-hmm. because their parents are non Yeah. Right. Yeah. Lily and Petunia's parents are muggles. Yeah, Lily was muggle-born. I always found out it's yeah. like a, it's like an X-Men thing. Like, regular people can make witches and wizards. Like, it's right. like, X, like, like you can have two normal humans or whatever, but then your child turns out to be a mutant. That's kind of right. like Hermione. Yeah. Both, both her parents were muggle, but then she was born a witch. It kind of makes me wonder, like, how does the, like, how does it work? Like, it's magic. Maybe they, it's magic. Yeah, I, I guess maybe they had a witch or whatever in their bloodline. and yeah. As far as I know, it's like a recessive trait or something, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, uh, and, and that's how it works. Uh, but yeah, Queen Jay says Lily was born from non-magical parents. Yeah, so they don't have non-magical people as teachers in the school. Right, of course. Um, but ghosts are magical beings, but can't use magic. They can just do whatever ghosts do, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's- I think they started, I think to be a ghost, you have to be a witch or wizard. Yeah. There's no, there's no just ghosts hanging out in the human world. No, you, it doesn't you, seem so because it it's alluded to in the books that you have to make the choice to like yeah, remain to, a ghost for eternity. You have to yeah. like perform some kind of spell or something to. Oh. and then there's no out. there's no undoing it. Once it's done, it's mm-hmm. done. Really? So like nearly headless Nick was like, I just, I don't want to die. I just want to be nearly headless Nick. Yeah. What? Well, I think as you do it before you die. So yeah, I don't think, it has to be done before you die. I, I, I don't think it's like literally as he's about to get his head chopped off. I want to be a ghost. It's probably like, <laughs> he probably did it like weeks before and he happened to die that way. So that's when he's oh. stuck. It's stuck. It's like a cult. It makes you wonder, it makes you wonder when Moaning Myrtle decided. Oh yeah, because she was a kid and she died via basket. Yeah. Yeah. They're, okay, we're coming up with way better stories that like why is it so hard to do a proper like wizarding world movie or just an expand yeah expansion of the wizarding world like there's yeah there's so many things that they could dive into that we haven't really like the history like the history of magic like how did magic come about like they talk about africa being the only place where they practice wandless magic i would like to see that we haven't really seen any of that uh by the way that is really cool But also J.K. Rowling just sucks with her, (laughs) it's funny. She sucks with her closed-mindedness. Not only like, not not only the turf shit, but also like, she just kind of thinks England is the center of everything. Yeah. So like even her thoughts on like Ilvermorny are half-baked. They make no sense. And she treats it like Native American magic didn't even exist before the British got there and created Hogwarts part two yeah because even yeah even Ilvermorny, it wasn't created by the native people no. it was created by british people that came it's like oh my god Jake. Right. <laughs> like it's right there it's right like right right uh so native people couldn't create their own magic like, like especially in- since you're used especially since you're using all native names for the school yeah wow was ilver is Ilvermorny a native name not a native name but like it's like native-ish Oh, okay. 
or, or like the name of the, the name of the uh it's the based houses. off like yeah that's based off like native principles na- oh the, yeah uh, yeah yeah i can't think of the name of the houses but also yeah. the houses suck at Ilvermorny. yeah those are sucky houses the i whole- forgot what i forgot what house i am in uh Ilvermorny. it's i i forget too because they're not as cool as the hogwarts houses you know even even, even when like the, the way she depicted like Slytherins, like the fact not not one Slytherin joined the Battle of, of Hogwarts at the end of the movie. It's like, yeah, come, come, come on. And that's why the fu- the joke, the ongoing joke is like, yeah, 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 we're, we're gonna have four houses. It's we got the smart kids, the brave kids, the miscellaneous kids, and the evil kids. Like, but but then based on this movie, it's like, but the Slytherins were good. Like, like the when they're interacting with Jacob and like they're not assholes. Well, they gave so them cockroach like, clusters as a joke. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a joke, but it's like it's not like it they was poison. Homicidal, right? Yeah, that's what's weird about Harry Potter is it's so. First thing, Dumbledore sucks when it comes to treating Harry Potter like, or treating other students as good as he treats Harry Potter. Uh, and then also, like Harry, like the whole Gryffindors are just the best people, and Slytherins are just the worst. Why don't you just get rid of that house? Yeah, if everybody's just terrible, like, because like, that's essentially the narrative that she told. But right. like, yeah, I feel like even with Harry Potter, a much interesting story would have been if Harry was actually put into Slytherin House. So yeah. like, you're telling the narrative, and then you're also and uh, and uh, and uh, like have have Ron being Gryffindor, have Harry being Slytherin, have Hermione being Ravenclaw. So now you're also getting to see all the other houses because we didn't really get mm-hmm. to see that. Right. And it makes sense. Yeah. Why is Hermione a Gryffindor? Doesn't make sense. Should have been a Ravenclaw. And then we, like, even even uh, Hufflepuff, we never really got to see the Hufflepuff common room outside. Right. Like, I mean, Neville, Cedric- Neville's the closest main character on Gryffindor that would be Hufflepuff, I would say. Yeah. You know, it's like he could have been. And then you could tell the narrative of like, yeah, not all Slytherins are evil. Like you have Harry over here. But that's the thing. Her ideas are just like not there. Like it's great. She created this whole wizarding world, but it causes so many more questions. Like mm-hmm. the fact is, and right now it's just a shit on shit on JK Rowling right now hour. But um oh, no, we could do that. Her her her, her we, we, whole, haven't done, we haven't done it yet. <laughs> her whole yeah, her whole view on spew is that Hermione is just too woke like Hermione calm down they want to be slaves that's the lesson that's the lesson learned right not even not even just that but it gets even worse in the the cursed child which is canon I use it in quotes because I don't acknowledge it I don't acknowledge it yeah but I but I saw the cursed child on Broadway um and Hermione and she's played by a black woman at that so it makes it even worse but she becomes the minister of magic and still doesn't abolish elven slavery. Like the elves are still slaves. We do we see the elves being slaves in, in Curse and Child? Uh yeah. if I remember correctly, Jessica, tell me if I'm wrong, but the elves are still slaves uh, and yeah. We'll we'll see what uh have you read Curse and Child, Carly? No. Okay. Is it because people said don't? Uh, yeah. But um, my grandma gave it to me as a gift. Oh, so okay. now I have no excuse. I need to, I guess. But yeah, I, I've heard about the plot and I'm like, what? It, it makes no sense. No. Uh, the way they treat time travel in, in Cursed Child 
is different than Prisoner of Azkaban, which is mm-hmm. the way I like to treat time travel in my fiction, just watching mm-hmm. it. It's that anytime you travel back in time, you had always traveled back in time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not you created a new timeline. That's my whole thing with the Avengers and the MCU thing is like they were always in the past. That's just the way it works. And that way you don't create paradoxes because you were always there. Um, and what happens, happens. Um, but yeah, Curse of Child sucks a lot. Also, the names are just dumb. I will say, though, the, why, am I, why am I waving a nail clipper? Yeah, <laughs> I was like... It's my, it's my makeshift wand. Yeah. But even though the script is trash, yeah. seeing it on Broadway is incredible. Okay. Okay. Like, it's just like, like the way they do the, the mentors and this, the magic, you're just like, how did they do that? How did they do that? How did they do that? Yeah. What the hell? I, I want to see like a behind the scenes. Because it's like actual magic on stage? I mean, it's not actual magic. But no, but like, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, a, like if a magician did a stage show, but then made a play using those tricks. More or less, yeah. Okay. Like the way they do like, the transformation into like polyjuice. And you oh, see like yeah. the you see like the actor's hand come through and then they like sh- I'm like, how the f- how did they do that? <laughs> I wanna see it, but I don't know where or when that would be. I mean I'm pretty sure they're touring. Are they? I'll have to look I know you're I know you're in yeah, I know you're in California, but like yeah. most bro most Broadway shows tour. Yeah. Okay. Or you just got to come to New York and then hit me up when you're here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will and I would. I would and I will. But I'm also in California near LA anyway. So I mean, I should be able to, she'll be able to see it if it comes out here. Um, but uh, where were we? Just talking about JK Rowling's half big stuff, Ilver Morning, being, being a turf. Which is why. Which is why I said before, if you're conflicted on seeing this movie, don't. Yeah. Because because of like, like you love you love Harry Potter, you love the world, everything like that. Wait, wait till it goes on HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. Did we think or pirate it? Yo ho, fiddly d. Being a pirate is totally free. Yeah. Uh, I'm not uh, against pirating for a cause. I'm also not against pirating per se, though it is a very gray situation. Not in this case. Pirate away. Um, uh, Carly, were you going to say something? Uh, we were just talking about like Grindelwald versus Voldemort. Mm, that's right. Um, oh, and, and, and Queen Jay says Hermione did abolish the elf slave situation. She did? I don't remember that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that it coming up in the thing, but um, uh, interesting. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she brings up a lot of questions in her writing that like need, you know, answers that we never get. Um, and then with, with, with Grindelwald and with uh, Dumbledore, um, they should have just been in love. Yeah. You can't cut it out for uh, Chinese audiences. What were we gonna say about JK being a turf? Was that what you, uh, Michael, were you gonna say something? Oh, no, I was, not, I was, no, I was thinking about something else and I was like, because it is a little bit more complicated than just boycotting the movie because then it's like this is like jessica williams first major movie so like 
Then you got the production designer who aren't making, like she already has her money. Like she's not, yeah, but then there's other people involved with the movie. So now that I'm thinking about that, I'm like, yeah, it's way, it's way more complicated than, than just, oh, boycott. Cause you're not really, you're not hurting her. She's already damn near a billionaire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's why, and that's why I said like this could have been a perfect opportunity, considering that Warner Brothers is really trying to distance themselves from J.K. Rowling to the fact that she wasn't invited to the 20th anniversary. That's right. The video game that's coming out, they made like a clear statement like, oh, she did not, she was not involved in any of the process in making this video game, Hogwarts Legacy. Okay. But like they, I felt like they could have made a bigger statement with this movie by making it gay as fuck. Casting trans wizards yeah. and witches in the movie. Having Dumbledore have a love interest. Tim and Grindelwald kissing or whatever in a couple scenes, whether it's a flashback or when they met at the restaurant, one last kiss before we go to war. Mm -hmm. Him getting head in the fucking Hogwarts bathroom. Like it could have been like, make it gay as hell. That way this is a definitive statement to say we are not her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. this might be her franchise but this is or she controls the books we control the movies right mm -hmm. i personally because i because I, I did look up the rights like she still owns the characters and everything she still owns the books but in terms of the movie she doesn't really like control or like have a say she gets writing movie. credit though she gets yeah, she definitely she still gets writing credit so she still gets paid but in terms of like what they do in the movies they don't she doesn't really have that much of a say in it so like this could have been their way of saying like, yeah, we're not her. We don't stand by these statements and by we're going to do that by actually showing it and making it like gay warts instead of Hogwarts. What's that? Or how like, about we, yeah, we got call it gay warts? Yeah, I was going to, I thought, I thought, I thought about that. <laughs> I thought about that after I said it, but I was like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I... I just imagined like the, the Warner Brothers executives, one of them was like, yes, 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 gay boards. And then they're like, <laughs> and then that made them be like, nah, we can't do this. We just can't do it. We just, uh, gay boards or nothing. No. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like they, they are like, well, I also think that like, um, I saw a clip of Emma Watson being asked, um, and it was the nicest answer that seemed like from the heart, um, uh, because she doesn't agree with J.K. Rowling, right? And it was, I forget what the clip was. Uh, I don't know if if Queen J out there had seen it or any of you guys had seen it, but um, who knows? Emma Watson could have been like, yeah, I don't want J.K. Rowling to uh to attend and then warner brothers could have been like oh who'd rather have jk rowling or emma watson in this harry potter anniversary special and i'm sure other people were like i'm sure i wouldn't be surprised daniel daniel radcliffe spoke out against her yeah i wouldn't be surprised if the three of them i don't know if rupert what rupert grant believes in but um where he is on that situation but i wouldn't be surprised if daniel radcliffe and emma watson were like yeah both of us aren't coming it's like, well, why would you not, why would you do the anniversary special without those two, you know? Yeah. So like, I don't know. They could have, they could like, and also we like, even, even with like, they could have had like a gay wizard pride parade. Cause we also don't know like what the wizarding, how the wizarding world feels about 
mm-hmm. homosexuality. Because right. it's like even even when Dumbledore kind of talks about it, it seems like they're like, oh, like oh, you in love with Grindelwald? It's like, so it's, is is it like is it like the human world, the Muggle world, or is it like oh, whatever? Like you're in love. Like we don't know anything, and yet it's like he's the main like he's the main story, and we don't know how the world feels about. There was a there's a been a couple of instances where it seems like the the wizarding world follows the politics of the muggle world. For instance, in in Fantastic Beast one or two, one I think uh, I forget. Uh, they say that muggle uh, wizard weddings aren't allowed in America. Yeah, uh, and that's again around the same time as like miscegenation laws, right? Anti miscegenation laws uh, in in America back then. For, for people of, of different races marrying. Yeah. Well, I felt yeah. like that was trying to mirror that. And then they said they went to England to get married or, or would go to England to get married or something like that. Um, so that England allows it, which I believe is also, they didn't have anti-miscegenation laws. It was mostly just frowned upon uh, uh, in England, but they allowed it. So yeah. I feel like it mimics what's going on in the muggle world and in the wizarding world. Um, but in a franchise where they they said, oh yeah, the snake has always been a human to begin with. You yeah, know, speaking of, where the fuck is Nagini? We never see Nagini at all in this movie. I don't yeah. understand Nagini at all. No, I don't either. Like that doesn't make any She's sense. She's a big old evil snake, but she wasn't evil in number two. No, she wasn't. She's like a like a caution, not a, not a cautionary tale. She's a sympathetic character. And right? if she was a human. And if she was a human, why did she never turn back into human? If she stuck as a snake, why yeah, she, she stuck as a snake. I think that was like part of the curse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, how does she become stuck as a snake? How did Dumbledore meet her? I mean, not Dumbledore, Voldemort. Yeah. She was. She was originally like I. It, they don't know. Like I said, obligation as opposed to inspiration. Obligation, which is a lot of like prequel. Like when you get stuck in prequel stuff, is like how did Han Solo get the last name Solo? Did we care? I thought it was his last name. Yeah. That's obligation, not inspiration. Mm-hmm. Though I was fine with it. I was fine with I, it. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of uh, so, the solo movie. That's fair. Even with that, it's the, the same question I'm asking with this. I asked the solo. What did we learn from solo that justified it needing to get a movie? They even kind of retconned this whole thing because before he joined Star Wars and the Rebels, he was an asshole. He was the, you know, Han, the one who shot first. Yeah. But in the, but in the solo movie, he was like, no, I'm a hero. And it's like, no, like now you're erasing literally everything you did in episode four. Yeah. It's 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 this problem. The problem with prequels is how do you tell compelling stories when we know how it ends up, or at least what the world is later, and then we have these characters that are younger versions of themselves. It's yeah, it was, it was the, we, we, we never needed a solo, a solo, solo movie. Yeah. Uh, Carly, what, what do you want from the wizarding world going forward? It's hard to say because the, I know that Warner brothers was contemplating not making a fourth and fifth movie. They were, the, this movie, Secrets of Dumbledore, they were kind of testing the waters to see like how they should go. And I think with the way they ended it, um, they could get away with leaving it like this for the fans who don't really like read into the books as much or like yeah. pay as much attention to like what's supposed to happen. Like, because 
Grindelwald disappears and the way they wrapped it up like I mean Dumbledore tells Newt you're a hero like everyone's gonna remember your name and this day is like a historic day but like that's not how it ends it's not supposed to happen like but they could just like not make any more and this would be an okay ending I guess they wrap up Jacob and Queenie and and Tina like pops up at the end even though she wasn't in the whole movie yeah I don't know why but Okay, but yeah, it could I feel end like here. It, it feels like the Grindelwald part is the only part that hasn't been wrapped up, and I don't think they need another two movies really for Dumbledore to fight Grindelwald. Because the original like, plan is to do five stuff. movies, right? Yeah, they're just gonna add more stuff that we don't care about. Right, unless they just do a two-parter movie, just a yeah. like two movies, Dumbledore versus Grindelwald live in Madison Square Gardens. I don't know. <laughs> I'm good with that. Just give me a movie. Even if it's not a movie, a HBO Max movie would just don't. I want a two-hour fight with Dumbledore and Grindelwald. That's all I'm interested in this franchise. Because even the fight, even the fight that they had at the end of the movie, I was like, "Ooh, yes, like battle!" But it, it was too short. Right. Yeah. Uh, are you sure that's all you want, Michael? Because you've been talking this whole time about head in the in Hogwarts, <laughs> <laughs> in Hogwarts bathroom. Yeah, but uh, but clearly. Clearly, I'm like, I'm used to disappointment. I'm not going to get it. So give me at least what I know I can get. What if you get it on the Marauder's map? Like, oh. you know, people talk, talk about the two, the two feet. The two, yeah. You so know? It was. I'm like, how would that work? What, they're scissoring on the, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, how, yeah, I was like, how, how would, would it be work? from the top? Ew. Why am, why are my, why are my fingers doing this? Yeah, I was like, how would that work <laughs> on the map? <laughs> uh, but it doesn't exist yet. So. Yeah, it would. would just, it yeah. would be. It would. It well, was just. You would just see two people facing each other. On yeah. The map. Yeah, that's or true. That's true. They, they could just be talking. <laughs> <laughs> they could just be. Yeah. Or on the map it says, "Getting BJ. head." Says like BJ. Yeah. <laughs> <says> BJ. <laughs> or, or it's like the room. I don't know. Anyway, room of requirement. <laughs> you, <laughs> Dumbledore requires. Head. Uh, yeah, he requires a BJ because yeah, yeah Gell- is is Gellert the only time he's ever nutted? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Well, here's the thing though. The actual question is like, so I'm assuming is he a virgin? Like, <laughs> no, he's not a virgin. Gellert and him definitely did it, but like, right? Oh, yeah. 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 But he was the his first love or first, uh, uh, you know. Uh, homosexual but that, love but, yeah but that's what i but that's what i'm saying like they don't really go into like if it was actually re- unrequited love right or like I, he just like oh I, I have a crush that's a bigger question though is whether a truly evil person can love and because there are people in real life that their relationships are just based off of toxic manipulation and abuse mm-hmm. does that care that that real life person actually love the person they're abusing and manipulating I would say it's just as real as Gellert and Dumbledore. I would say in his twisted way, I think, because even when they fought at the end, like Gellert still kind of hesitate. Like they both hesitated and they both had their hands on each other's hearts. That was like the other, that was like the gayest thing in the movie. Like, oh, it's gay. <laughs> but like, yeah, it wasn't. And it's funny because I say this and people that aren't gay or like uh, are straight, they're like, no, I, I like, 
probably I don't, I don't know about Carly, but <laughs> but like they're like, no, I I've never seen a dynamic like this in a movie between two men. I thought it was totally good. No, the fuck, no, it wasn't. Like <laughs> it was. And granted, I'm not saying I want like Pornhub or whatever. Like you, <laughs> you you can go to Pornhub for that, but it's like I just want the same level of care and and and. Mm commitment that you give the straight characters for the gay cat like like i said if seven seconds of gay can be taken out of a movie and it doesn't change anything especially with the secrets of dumbledore and it's kind of uh, this movie was more so about dumbledore the gay character and yet there's no gay i might be just talking about romance but being gay is more than just about sex it can determine the friendships that you have the decisions that you make who you choose or choose not to have friends with the spaces that you choose or choose not to feel comfortable like it encompasses a whole lot to just who you go to bed with and yet there's none of that in this movie as as a as a straight guy i saw these the relationship of grindelwald and, and dumbledore and in my point of view i'm like applauding the progress but i there could have been more. So I'm agreeing with you. And from my limited perspective is also very similar. I'm feeling the, like the way you're feeling is very similar to the way I view like race in media, where it's like, why the fuck isn't it like more diverse here? Like you're going very little by little, just like, where is it? Why do we have to go? It's like, so I'm, I'm empathizing with you in that, in that regard. Why don't they just do it? Oh yeah, I go, I go through that too. Like, it's, it's, I, I, I mean, I'm both minority, right. black, get com, black, right. get comic geek, so I have both fights, <laughs> that <laughs> right? I, that I, that I deal with, even, even when it comes to like, and I talked about this a lot on TikTok. Like, a lot of times I have to choose between black representation and queer representation. Very rarely do I get both. You shouldn't have to choose. That's, that's what sucks. Like the so whole, like even, the whole, even, yeah, even whether, whether it's movies or comic, like, you know, written by black people, drawn by black, but it's like, but there's like hardly any queer characters or anything like that. But it's like, yeah, I got my black superheroes and black fantasy or whatever, but I'm like, where's the queer, where are the black queer characters? Like, come on guys. Like, <laughs> but then the same thing, like, you want to, when it comes to gay media, it's mostly white gay media. So it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. you don't, you hardly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Carly. I must say, as a bi woman, I was very happy to see um, the gay representation with um, man loving man and not woman loving woman, because I feel like we see woman loving woman representation so much more often because it like fits the straight male gaze because like that's hot to so many men, which is upsetting because that's not why we want the representation like, so I just I liked that it was like not fitting to any gaze and i'd like to see the representation even if it wasn't a lot in the harry potter universe because that's something we haven't gotten before and it's like a little tiny win even if it was like nothing it sucks that we have to take baby steps for mm -hmm. china to un like to view the movie gotta take baby steps for like the middle east to, to not you know middle east southeast asia specifically like malaysia indonesia um not all of southeast asia but that's the thing it's not even just china because even the like the cursed child is totally like scorpius and albus are totally gay they love each other and i don't care what i'm, I'm not taking any questions or debates or anything about i even did a survey like when i went to see it i literally walked up to strangers and asked did you think these two were gay 
or lovers in this movie. They were like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Why did you? And then also when I found out, I spoke to the ushers afterwards because uh, originally it was two separate plays. So you had to go on two separate days. It was like five and a half hours, but they condensed it into three and a half hours. And oh, you only yeah. Saw, you only, yeah, you only had to go one day now instead of two days. And they even said when they condensed it, they even added more elements to the story to be like, yeah, they're kind of it's hint hit. But I'm like, I'm right. tired of I'm tired of subtext. I want fucking text. So if you're like right. yes. gonna go, if you're gonna add hint, why not just go all the way with it? I don't know if it's like a J.K. Rowling thing or I don't know what it is. Cause and it's something I noticed before. Like despite the fact that Broadway's like the choreographers, the directors, the actors, the, everybody's gay on Broadway. But like when you think about it, there's not that many gay plays or musical or musicals on Broadway. Which is weird because why are you going to see Broadway if you're homophobic? Like sometimes I wonder, like there, there, you know, there's there's high school theater programs out there in very in very uh, homophobic areas that I'm like, what plays do you do? How into theater can yeah. you get? But that's what I was saying. Like, there's not many gay, those stories. There's not many gay plays or musicals on Broadway, so there's a lot. If Which you're homophobic, weird. you can, you can still do the like Little Shop of Horrors or Company yeah. or Miss Saigon or and, right. et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, there's not. It's just really... weird though. It's, it's like a weird disconnect. The straight agenda is what I rail about all the time. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, um, when, you, when you brought up subtext versus text, uh, our flag means death. Have you guys seen it? I've seen the first two episodes and I was bored. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's really, it is really good. And I get how you could feel it's boring. I don't know what I can say then. I don't know... I know it's gay. A lot of people was like, okay. go back and watch go back and watch it. Like by the third episode, it picks up. Because like, Blackbeard joins the crew. Right? Yeah. Somebody somebody uh somebody was like, when Taika Watiti shows up, that's when it starts to become good. So mm-hmm. go back and watch it. And I'm like, all right, but yeah, first two episodes, I was like, like I was on my phone. I was like, I'm bored. Right. Uh I would say give it give it another shot. Uh it turns subtext into text. And what's good about text versus subtext, you can't cut it out. You, you can't cut it out. You can't deny it. When people were denying the racial uh, uh, stuff in, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier up until they finally made it, like Isaiah Bradley brought it up, people were like, nah, you're reading too much into it. They do it all the time, right? People always go, you're reading too much into it. They're not gay. They're not talking about police brutality. They're, everything's fine. Calm down, people. And then that subtext needs to become text in order for us to be like, okay, good. Even when sometimes when things are in your face, people are like, oh no, or you get the, oh, I'm tired of you. I don't know if you saw that TikTok. I'm tired of the politics of my comic book movies, bro. Yeah. I just just want the fights, man. Yeah. And I'm like, comics started with, like every single comic book is politically related. Like the first issue of Captain America is him punching Hitler. Right. They have nine eleven issues in comedy. God, God loves man kills. Like what? All of X Men is, poli- is politics. Right. right. Uh, Superman starts off. Uh, his his the villains are like organized. Yeah, like uh, yeah, slum uh, slum lords. Uh, slum lords. Yeah. Yeah. Before before he was fighting Dark Side and Doomsday, he was helping people like with their rent. <laughs> right. He was he was fighting the KKK. Yeah, he was fighting the KKK. Yeah. Um, so that that subtext becoming text, I think uh, uh, you're right uh, in that in that way. Uh, that being said, Carly, I feel like 
I think we need more queer representation in in well in all media. When we're talking specifically Harry Potter, like I I I, I do want to see uh, uh, women loving women, women mm-hmm. women loving women, not in a in a you know what what you said sort of not way. in a sexualized not in a over like a like gaze, yeah right, yeah right. And I do want to see men loving men, and then see more mm-hmm. bisexual characters. Right. We're also mm-hmm. dealing with a magical world that has polyjuice potions. We're dealing with like we're dealing with so many things that are just like people can be who they want to be or should be allowed to. There are means to it. There are like it's 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 opens up this whole world. Why are we sticking to the the stringent expectations of Muggle society? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, X Men's kind of dealing with that right now in the comics, where they're just like mutant culture is trying to be mutant culture and not just a counterculture to to human culture they're like well what do we what does mutant culture mean and they're just kind of creating their own culture yeah, they have their own language and stuff now their own language their views on on polyamory right it's just it's just what is it uh they're, they're creating their own thing and so the magical world should also reflect that Although even with that, it's still it's still subtext instead of text. Like the hints that Jean Grey, Cyclops, and Wolverine are all sleeping with each other. They they talk about the Jean Grey and Cyclops aspect and Jean Grey and Wolverine, but they kind of hit that Cyclops and Wolverine are also having sex. But again, you're never we're never just subtext. It's all subtext, but we don't actually see it. It's just all hints. Uh, so this this is where we're gonna disagree. So I agree with you on that. I think. This is our Secrets at Dumbledore episode. Um, I think that Wolverine and Scott aren't fucking each other. That's my personal thing. I do think they're fucking Jean at the same time. I do. And I think that they've, I I think they're just clear. Yeah, this is me from my limited perspective. And this is where that's coming out. There was literally a lot. It was like X-Men number two or something like that, where both Scott and uh, Wolverine were on the moon. Yeah, Scott's home, looking over the Earth. Yeah, and and Cyclops invited them to the, like me and Gene are going to the beach or something like that. Uh, and yeah, he's like, yeah, I want you to come. And he said, and Cyclops said, I'm going to be wearing a speedo. And Wolverine said, Who could say no to that? Why, why else? <laughs> okay, that you're right. Yeah, you're why, right. yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. I just also, <laughs> I'm just also of the mind that why can't an uh, uh, MFM threesome exist? without the M's together. Like they can, right? Yeah, they can, but then that goes into the whole uh, debate of why does it always have to be gay, bro? It's, but it's not, it never is. Right. And like, so, so, so there like, needs when, to be when, both. When, when have we ever seen a, a man, man, woman relationship mm-hmm. or whatever? Like a true the, love a, triangle, a true yeah. triangle, right? Not a V. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. So... I get the speedo thing. I just <laughs> yeah. They're also yeah. Why have that line if they're not? Fucking... You're right. You're right. And for this, for the for the sole purpose of the fact that we both come out of it reading the same thing and coming out of it in different ways means like their subtext should be text for that. You know, it's, a, it's the same problem I have with Deadpool. Like outside of alternate universes, we've never seen Deadpool actually with like, oh yeah, Deadpool's pansexual, but we've never seen him actually have a romantic relationship with other, anything other than a cis woman outside of alternate universes. He makes jokes mm. at like, he makes gay jokes at like Spider-Man's expense or Thor 
to make them uncomfortable. It's like, oh, we're going to play gay for joke, but it's not actually like, we never see him with a same thing with Wonder Woman. Oh, she's totally bust. She comes from an island of women, but it's always Steve Trevor or Superman or Batman. Now in an Elseworld story, she's with like Kara Zor-El or some shit, but it's an yeah. Elseworld. It's an Elseworld story. It's not within the main DC canon. You're right. I can go on and on, but this is Secrets of Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're uh, you're right about that. What was I gonna? Oh, uh, they treat Deadpool as pansexual, like Bugs Bunny would be. You you know what I mean? More or less, yeah. Bugs Bunny turns like dresses all like a woman, kisses Elmer Fudd. That's Deadpool's level of pansexuality. Yeah, but it doesn't mean much. It's not grounded in reality. It's cartoonish. It's played for jokes. And I think part of the big last thing I'll say, I don't want to monopolize the whole thing. Get get, get it on my soapbox because this is like my whole platform. Yeah, <laughs> talking about these things. Yeah, <laughs> so I get a little passionate. Yeah. <laughs> But like, also the last thing I'll say when it comes to that is a lot of times, part of the problem with it though, is like a lot of these things when it comes to the representation are usually written by straight white men, whether it's, whether it's the queer, cause, and granted, I don't know for sure how Tom Taylor identified, but I think Tom Taylor's straight writing Superman, Son of Kal-El and also, or like, um, when it comes to movies, like you got straight, straight white men writing gay characters in these movies so like a lot of times when you do give uh women and woman relationships it ends up being through the male gaze because mm -hmm. it's a straight straight man writing it or when you got to somebody like storm storm has never been written by for the most part a black woman in x in her 50 plus year history in x-men she's always been written mostly by white men yeah except for like the small little Eric, like the Eric Jerome Dickey uh, story that came out in 2006 was written by, he's a black man or like the time she appeared in Ta-Nehisi Ta Coates' Black Panther. So obviously he's writing it. But for the most part, Storm, is, Storm, a black woman has only been written by straight white men. Right, right. Uh, her guest starring stuff is a little bit different because uh, you got like Reggie Hudlin's run of Black Panther. Uh, but again, that also brings to light how uh, we don't have any black women writers in on X-Men at all, I don't think. I don't remember, I can't think oh, really? of. For the most part, comedy, I mean, N.K. Jemison, but she's not like a main, mm. she just wrote like Far Sector, but she's not like a main oh. writer in DC. Right, right. So, um, yeah. Uh, a question that I, I wanna bring up to you both about kind of the future of Harry Potter the the box office does not look good for Secrets of Dumbledore. It says it's its lowest Harry Potter movie opening weekend, and it's only going to go downhill. It's not going to increase. I thought Sonic 2 was going to stay pretty stable, and I think Sonic 2 is staying pretty stable. Secrets of Dumbledore beat it out this week, which I wasn't looking forward to. I wanted Sonic 2 to keep the number one spot for a second week because, uh, um, um, you know, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. But... Uh, Is Harry Potter, is the Harry Potter franchise dying? Harley? I think so. And I think JK Rowling is killing it. I just talking to all, you know, my friends who, who like Harry Potter that I've known, I, I know they like Harry Potter. I've known, you know, uh, they've been Potterheads or whatever for longest time. Chose not to see this movie for many different reasons, right? The Fantastic Beast movies aren't that great. They don't want to support J.K. Rowling. Uh, it's kind of an all of the above kind of situation. 
Um, what, what, where do we go from here? How do you, what do they, I don't know. It's, it sucks because uh, uh, we're all like, we're seeing the movies and we're reading the books and whatever, cause we, we like it. Um, but we also dislike JK Rowling. We don't agree with her. Where do, where do the fans go? Where does WB go? Where does the Harry Potter franchise go? Yeah, me or I mean, and, I mean, it's just Carly. general. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I think for me, I think it's more than just J.K. Rowling, honestly. Yeah. That that's causing the franchise. I think for the in terms of the movies, the Harry Potter verse is dying. And I, and J.K. Rowling is a huge part of it, but I also think it's more than just J.K. Like I feel like if the Fantastic Beast movies were actually incredible. I think people will still be like, oh, I don't like J.K. Rowling, but I'm still going to go see the movie because I like the first two. Because yeah. like even something like the Harry Potter world and Universal, people are still going to that. And like, mm -hmm. they're not like, oh, J.K. Rowling. They're, they're saying, yeah, J.K. Rowling is a turf, but I'm still going to go to Harry Potter world or, or the Hogwarts Legacy video game. There's still a lot of hype around that game. And people are like, oh, I can't like you look at the Internet. People are like, oh, I can't wait to play that game. The game looks so good. And, you know, J.K. Rowling sucks, but I'm still going to play that game. So it's like, if if the movies were good, people would go see them. I think it's more than just the fact that, uh, and obviously there's part of that too, like, yeah, J.K. Rowling's not helping it. But I think it's just the fact that these movies started at a bad premise and they weren't that yeah. good. The first two weren't that memorable, like to the point that we're trying to, we're struggling to remember what happened in like number two and, yada, and three, you know, we're like, did this happen in part one? Oh, uh, what's his face? The Lestrange guy, uh, his, his brother, I'm, her, her brother. I'm like, I didn't even remember him in part two. And you were like, yeah, he was a prominent, had a prominent role in part two. I'm like, well, shit, fuck me. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't remember. So I think that's a big reason why more so than more, more so than J.K. Rowling, than uh, why these movies aren't really catching fire to throw a uh, mocking, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Hunger Games. Yeah. yeah, Hunger Games. I think it's that. And uh, honestly, I feel like if they want to continue with the Harry Potter franchise, they need to do basically take nobody's hiring me and like but they need to take my advice like make a clear statement to say like look we're distancing ourselves from jk rowling and make the next and not not have it be a movie they could like expand it more with like hbo max or whatever like a limited like maybe series spinoff whatever kind of like what disney plus is doing with their marvel movies yeah but then like look our next harry potter franchise it's a trans wizard as the lead as the lead or something like that. Like, uh, yeah. I definitely do think if they, I think they need to abandon the Fantastic Beasts franchise. I think they need to just drop it because it's not doing well, and especially like the fandom doesn't really like Dumbledore that much to begin with. I know a lot of Dumbledore haters within the fandom. I myself am not a huge fan of Dumbledore. <laughs> um, but I think if they like picked up like a Marauders HBO series or if they did Marauders movies, that would gain a lot of traction or like a modern day one following maybe Harry as an Auror and the Golden Trio where they are now or even like a, the founding members. If we could get a movie about the founding members of Hogwarts, that would be interesting. There are just so many different directions they could have taken that wasn't Fantastic Beasts and Dumbledores that would have gotten a lot more interest, I think. Yeah. I 
think that first things first, J.K. Rowling needs to step aside or be yes moved to a side. Even if you got to pay her out, buy her out, mm-hmm. move on. I don't know. I think that it's poisoning, like it's just poisoning the well. Yeah. And new kids aren't hopping onto Harry Potter. So it's going to die out when new fans don't hop on board, right? In terms of contracts, I don't think you could like completely wash her out of the franchise. Like you could buy her out like they did George Lucas. Disney did George Lucas, you know? Yeah, but that's also because George Lucas actively tried to, he sold it to Disney. That's fair. Like if, she's, if she's not trying to sell the franchise, like you can't just buy her out if she's not. And then even with George Lucas, his name is still on it. Like they still got to. Right, right. Um, they got to distance. They got to at least make a, they can make as many like statements. I don't know, but. And that's, that's why I said the biggest statement would just be in what they do with the friend, like make the next movie, like be like, yeah, we're not her. It's a, it's a, it takes place after the Voldemort or whatever's gone, maybe 30 years, whatever, or the past or whatever, but yeah. it's about a, it's about a trans wizard or whatever. Yeah. Teddy Lupin. Cause he's a Animorph Magus, so. And Animagus? No, like an Animorph Magus, like what Tonks was. Yeah, Tonks, yeah. What, wait, what's... Yeah, Teddy, no. Lu- Teddy Lupin is the child of Tonks and... Uh, L- Lupin. What's yeah. Tonks's title called? She can change... I think it's called Animorph Magus, She's where a, she, she can just change her appearance oh. like however she I wants. I feel like I would have remembered Animorph Magus because I was a big fan of Animorphs. Different franchise, but... Okay, I will. I'll I'll look into that. But yeah, Teddy Lupin would be cool. I also think that we need more diversity in front and behind the camera, right? So we're talking about these characters, but we're also like, I want to see a globe-trotting, wizarding world uh, kind of adventure, but written by people who actually know these cultures. Because when J.K. Rowling is like, I want an Asian character, let's call her Cho Chang. She wasn't. She doesn't have to be of the culture. She just has to know a goddamn person who, who in real life, that is, I don't know. Cho Chang's not a real name. It's ridiculous. Um, Padma, uh, the, the Patel twins should have had better uh, uh, gowns for um, uh, the, the Yule Ball. Like mm-hmm. actual saris, not yeah. made from plastic or whatever that shit was, because those saris were horrible. The point being, like, J.K. Rowling, so... J.K. Rowling's doing this like limited perspective thing, and if this yeah. this franchise is to continue, we need more perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, let's see the the African school, but don't make it be written by J.K. Rowling because I'm afraid <laughs> she's going to name more people uh. names like Kingsley Shacklebolt. <laughs> Shacklebolt. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, at this point, I mean, we're already getting, like, Children of Blood and Bone uh, coming at, at a certain point. I'm like, just make more books out of franchises or uh, written by people of color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Queen J says Tonks is a metamorph magus. Metamorph magus. Okay. okay yeah. That's fair. Instead of, because supposedly HBO wants to reboot True Blood, I'm like, the show's been off the air less than 10 years. Like, there's so many books written by people of color that need to be made into franchises that are great. Yeah. That don't really get a whole lot of eyes on them in the sense of like the quote unquote mainstream by mainstream, I mean white people, but like, 
there's so many, like I have a ton, tons on my shelf that I'm like, I would love to see this as a movie. Um, so, so like, give us that, like have like the next JK Rowling or whatever that gets the, the level of acclaim that she got. Cause a lot of that also came from the movies as well. Like mm-hmm. she became richer because of the movies, like make a new Hogwarts written by a person of color. Yeah. Um, just a random side note. I interviewed, uh, author Jason Michael Primrose, um, author of 2050 Z. Um, and, uh, it's a new book series, uh, uh, by him, uh, uh, black writer. And yeah, I know, I know Jason, I have his book. Do you have his book? Yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't heard, I I hadn't heard about him until I met him at WonderCon. I was looking around to see if I had it like an arm's length, but I don't, I think it's in my room. Oh, okay. That's great. I mean, we're talking like, we need more writers writing original stuff. Uh, 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 diverse writers, you know, from different walks of life. You're right. HBO Max. Come on. Yeah. I supported his Kickstarter. Oh, that's cool. Uh, uh, I, I hadn't heard about him until I like interviewed him. And so I'll release that interview, uh, soon, hopefully. But, um, Queen J says the Gideon series books from Eric Jerome Dickey would be freaking awesome as well. I don't know. I haven't, I, yeah, I haven't read those. Um, but, um, yeah. Uh, thank you both of you for coming on the show and talking with me. Um, I got kind of sad at the end. I'm just like, is it dying? Yeah. And the question is, is it going to die or I'll, can it I'll, be revived? I'll, I'll still be a Slytherin at heart, but yeah, JK Rowling is trash. <laughs> yeah, she's trash. And I'm a Slytherin too. Carly, what are you? I'm a Hufflepuff. Okay, cool, 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 okay. cool. As long as nobody's here as a Gryffindor, I think we're good. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thank you uh, both. Jessica, J- Jessica's a Gryffindor. <laughs> oh no, Jessica. Well, no one's perfect. All right. That's <laughs> um, thank you both of you for, for coming on, on to this uh, uh, episode, talking about secrets of Dumbledore, talking about Harry Potter uh, and everything else that we touched on. Um, before uh, and uh, before we get going, uh, uh, Carly, where can we find you on social media? If you want to say your social media out loud, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Oh, um, yeah, my TikTok is Carly Bo Barley. I make a lot of Harry Potter content. Um, and then I've got a link tree in my bio where you can read my fan fictions. So on Wattpad. Yeah. I, uh, by the way, I, I commend you, congratulate you for your fanfics. Um, uh, I, I respect the fact that you write them. I think that literally the Harry Potter franchise stays alive because of people like you, you know? Absolutely. Um, when the one author fucks it all up, the other <laughs> authors are coming in and expanding Fixing on the it. stories <laughs> that, that are never told. And yeah. um, so I guess thank you uh, for, for doing that. Um, Michael, uh, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Um, You can find me all across the Googles as a black gay comic geek, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Facebook. I'm mostly active on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. Um, What do I have coming? I mean, yeah, just, uh, basically all of them. Yeah. But uh, what do I have coming up? I mean, today I was supposed to review everything, everywhere, all at once, and Sonic Two, but 
I got busy and now it's like one almost one o'clock in the morning. So I'm not gonna do that. I'll probably record it tomorrow. Yeah. And uh put that out sometime whenever I feel like editing it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh and then also just I'm pretty sure I'll be ranting against something with regards to the straight agenda on TikTok. So yeah. just just follow me on there. YouTube is for my reviews, TikTok is for like general commentary. Awesome. Awesome. And then Every so often, I'll post a picture on Instagram. I'm like, do people still do that on Instagram anymore? No, not even, not anymore. Now is now is you just transfer your TikTok videos to Instagram. It's all about yeah. the real. It's all about the reels. It's it, it's hard. I realize because I have a couple of different Instagram. One is obviously for the Keeg. That that's the one I keep updated a lot. And then my personal one, I'm like, how many more pictures of me do I need on my personal Instagram? Is that what they're? I don't know. I'm still that. I'm still on that. Journey. Yeah, I first, I first started. I first joined Instagram back when I was like cosplaying heavily, but I don't yeah. cosplay anymore. Like I'm retired, so like, yeah, I don't. I don't be having. I don't be having pictures like that anymore. Just yeah, be posting. <laughs> yeah, um, you mentioned something that I I, I wanted to uh, to. What was I going to say? Oh, everything, everywhere, all at once is a movie that you can't cut out the uh, 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 the lesbian characters. Oh yeah, no. Um. My my co-host on one of my shows, Paul, we finished the movie and he's like, yeah, that's one movie they're not going to show in China. Yeah, no, not at you all. You can't Even cut though, it out. And which is funny because the main actors are Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but good on them. Uh, uh, speaking, uh, of a, speaking of another long title. <laughs> yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, thank you to Queen J out there who's been commenting. Um, um Pretty much the whole time. Queen Jay says, I'm a Gryffindor, but I chose it on Sorting Day and then regretted it later, probably, right? Uh, and then Queen Jay says, my big sister is a Ravenclaw, so we're a house divided. Uh, I'm a Slytherin with with kind of a back, like a Ravenclaw kind of backed up. My sister is, uh, I don't know what my sister is. Ravenclaw with a Hufflepuff, maybe? So I get it. Sisters, Ravenclaw sisters, am I right? I'm, a, I'm also there. And then it worked out because my college mascot is this rattlesnake, so. Oh, for Slytherin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, oh, a wampus. That's what I am for Ilvermorny. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, the Ilvermorny sorting thing, it's like, the whole Ilvermorny thing is a problem for so many reasons. Um. Thank you to uh, everybody out there who are watching, whether it's Queen J or whether it's anyone else on any of our live streaming platforms, which is Volume, YouTube, and uh, Twitch. You can find us at The Keeg Show on any of those three, as well as on social media in general uh, at The Keeg Show. TikTok, uh, Facebook, uh, uh, Instagram. I think TikTok and Instagram are the ones that uh, I update most regularly. Because uh, we do a bunch of shows here on the Keeg. It's not just the Keeg Talks. We got a bunch of stuff, including after shows, which we do like late night after shows for like shows like Moon Knight, Kenobi's coming up, Miss Marvel. We do uh, late night after shows for that as well. So find us online at the Keeg Show. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash the Keeg Show. Check out the tiers there if you're looking to uh, donate to the Keeg. Uh, you can find us there. And our podcasts are wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're all over the place. Find us there. Uh, uh, no matter how you choose to digest us, whether it's in live stream or podcast, uh, we appreciate you. And um, uh, I think anyone out there watching or listening. That's pretty much the gist of things. Thank you guys yet again, Michael, Carly, uh, for coming on the show and uh, talking about this with me. 
I'm, Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm glad we were able to, to squeeze this in. I know it's late for you guys. So uh, once again, I'm your host, <laughs> Dimitri Pereira, and this has been another episode of The Key Talks. This time about Fantastic Beasts 3, Secrets of Dumbledore. Take care, everybody. Bye. Super strong or super fast Gotta beat